Welcome to Between Alpha Omega. I'm your host, Timothy Farr, and with me on the couch I have Drew. Yeah. And Curtis. hey And, uh, you know, this will be releasing on Monday. Oh, Yeet. yeah, we are switching to that now, are we? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to edit the show after we're done recording and then schedule it to release on Monday. Cool. S- so this should be Monday, the uh, February something. The February. The February something. <laughs> I should have looked at Isn't this. The 22nd. F- first? 22nd. It's the 22nd. Okay. Yes, you were listening to this the 22nd. And I don't know why I decided to release this on Thursdays. Other than the fact that I was lazy, because I, I've been thinking about this like for a while now, like after we get done with a life event or talking about you know the election or whatever, it's a week old. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so hopefully now it will be released on Mondays. Um, to go into more of that, you can uh, the website is becoming a one-stop shop for everything regarding the podcast or the VODs. You can literally just go to betweenalphaomega.com dot com and go to the YouTube link which is up there at the top page where you find the podcast, click on the YouTube, you can actually watch the VOD there. All the videos will be there, or you can just listen to us if you want to on the podcast link. That's there. I'm working on the Twitch link. It's there right now live, but you click on it and nothing happens. So hopefully I get that figured out where if you are, Hey, I'm bored on the first and third Saturday of at one thirty of every month, central standard time, uh, I want to watch something. You can visit the website and just watch us there. Yeah, we had a bunch of people last time, apparently, and we didn't even know about it. Yeah, uh, the Twitch chat wasn't updating for some reason. So Sorry, guys. There you go. Yep. Hopefully, um, I'm, again, working out the kinks. I'm kind of flying by the seat of my pants as I make up things and uh, figure out how to be a live streamer or something. That's how we roll. That's how we roll. You know, be happy that the podcast sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> and that may be about it. Yeah. Uh, well, it's just surprising to me how many people don't realize um, you actually need a little bit more if you want to do a podcast. But, you know, hey, whatever. I went overboard. That's why the podcast sounds good. You didn't go overboard. Well, you did just enough. You did just enough. It, maybe, yeah. Okay. Not doing this means don't do podcast. <laughs> yeah, I agree with Drew. If you're not going to go at least this far, get a TikTok. I yeah, don't. Uh, yeah. Like, <laughs> well, there's something about just putting a microphone in your face that makes everything this sound better. Yeah, yeah. Maybe you don't need a soundboard. Um, it's better, but there's ways of doing it without a mixer and a soundboard. But it's just better. And you might as well. The the only step below that I would do here is to have an audio interface with four channels, but that's still expensive. Yeah. So you might as well just buy a mixer, a yeah. USB mixer and microphones. And you don't even need like, I really want the sure. What is it? The SM sevens, SM seven B. Yeah. Which are $400 a piece. I really want those because those sound incredible. Yeah. They're just amazing microphones, but really these hundred dollar SM 58s are perfectly fine. It's the gold standard of a microphone. It really is. I'm I'm actually impressed by how good they are in a podcast setting. Usually they're used for like live or churches buy them all over the place because they're just durable and they last forever. But I'm really surprised how good they sound in a podcast setting. Yeah, it's great. So if you're wanting to do a podcast, I don't know why I got on this tangent, but if you're wanting to do a podcast, hit me up and I can tell you everything that I bought. Yeah. And the free software that I use to record and why the live stream sucks. 
It's all because of the GoPro. Because <laughs> of the GoPro. Because I'm doing something that the GoPro wasn't intended to do, and I've hacked it to death, and now it's working. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So that's all the kind of announcements. So go to betweenalphaomega.com for all the podcasting, loveness, and goodness. And hopefully I'll start blogging and vlogging soon once COVID is in the rearview mirror. Taking Sally out and videoing that because I know a lot of people enjoy videos of Sally. Yeah, whatever. Cool. Sweet car. It is a sweet car. Well, I did that Instagram post uh, a couple months ago where it's just me driving on a highway with music in the background and they got like 60 views and I'm like, cool. Yes. Yeah. That's more than the YouTube combined of our show. So. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's all good. Yeah, it's all good. I've even thought about putting the VODs on Instagram, but I think that would be a massive pain in the butt. Yeah, because you'd have to do it as a reel. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah, no. So, yeah, uh, go to the betweenalphaomega.com for all the... um, podcast if you want to listen to it or you want to watch the vod's and subscribe to our youtube channel and eventually i'll get twitch to work but twitch is easy twitch.tv backslash between alpha omega join us live or just watch the vod's on monday See, it's so easy that i figured it out on my phone while we were sitting in this couch boom it's true you don't need a twitch account just go to twitch.tv backslash between alpha omega there you go you need a twitch account if you wanted to interact with us but yeah you know, you can also just text me. You probably have my number. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or text one of us. <laughs> uh, text one of us. You probably have one of our numbers. Well, let's be honest. Yeah. Um, so life updates. What's going on with you, Curtis? Anything new, exciting? Uh, we had the entirety of winter happening in a week. Yeah. We went from like 50 degrees, kind of a mild winter, to like, I don't know, Zero. a degree. Yeah. Negative numbers. For an entire week. And yeah. it snowed every day. Yeah. I've never seen that. Oh, Actually, yeah. that's not true. Yeah, the last time yeah. I saw it was when I lived in Springfield. But it was a legit blizzard for a week. Yes. You were there. Yeah, you yes, were down we there. That. there. Yeah. <laughs> that was the craziest thing ever. That was, there was so much ice. There was so much ice, it didn't melt until May. Yep. Well, I remember times as a kid where it would be like ice and snow, and we would literally put on ice skates on a driveway and play like ice hockey and stuff Mm. yeah of course i'm old yeah in the olden days when we walked up you know the hill both ways yeah what both both ways in the winter to get to school yeah Yeah. whatever before the invention of the internet yeah because the internet is what transported you to school yep now it does now it does yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah so yeah snow I just kept me inside. Not that I have anything going on anyway, but it gave me just that much more of a reason to. Are you slowly turning into an introvert? I think so. Mm. There you go. Mm. Happens to everybody. Yeah, COVID just sapped my extroverted strength and mindset. I get it. I don't like it. I love it. I, I'm. It's getting dangerous for me. Yeah, it's getting dangerous for me, <laughs> and that's what I'm saying. Uh, well, I was already extremely introverted anyway, so this is like a new pit of mud for me, and I'm just wallowing in it. I have to force myself to get like on Discord and talk to people and have interaction with people, and I'm like, I don't want to. Yeah, I'm happy in my mud hole. Mm-hmm. And um, are you trying to say that you're an Orakai? Yes. Okay. Yep, that's me, Orakai. Way to reference something that happened 20 years ago. 
If you don't know what the hell I'm talking about, why are you listening to this <laughs> podcast? <laughs> I don't think those two things are related. Shh. Okay. Lord of the Rings, you know. Yeah. Well, they are coming out with a show soon. Yeah. But also, I don't think anyone that listens to this wouldn't know what I'm talking about. Well, unless you aren't like an uber nerd or like a nerd at all. I guess that's true. I don't think people like that would be listening to us, though. You'd be surprised how many okay. people, different people listen to the show. You guys are crazy. What are you doing? <laughs> watch Lord Keep of the listening. Rings. Keep listening. And watch Lord of the Rings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, watch the extended versions. It's long, but it's worth it. Worth it. Totally worth it. All the 37 endings on The Return of the King. Yeah. Yeah. I remember being in the theater and people getting up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't get up. It's not over. <laughs> Yeah, you'd be surprised the the large swath of people that listen to this show. Why aren't they on Twitch? Well, you know, fools. They're busy, I guess. Fools yeah, too. it's the first day that it's decent outside. Yeah, I kind of want to take Sally out. I'm not gonna lie. I get it. I get it too. Yeah, I may actually do that instead of editing the podcast. Yeah, I was gonna say, <laughs> are you gonna edit the podcast yeah. when we're done here? Oh, or? Right. Well, I know when. Reality sets in and things go back to normal. Saturdays and Sundays are going to be the only time I have available to myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I'm going to be working a ton. So I need to get into that routine before the uh, train wreck happens. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Otherwise, I got a computer now and I barely know what to do with it. <laughs> so. You want to edit the podcast? No. Yeah, I didn't think so. <laughs> Yeah, that was an offer. <laughs> that was a, a request of what to do with this thing that I spent money on and don't know what to do with. You can edit the podcast. No. <laughs> games. 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 Yeah, I just haven't figured out which games I want to play yet. Well, get on one of our Steams and look at games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll figure that out. Yeah. Or I can hook you up with Dan Binner, who is a listener of the show and has a million games that he doesn't play. Yeah. Or have I talked to him in like, I don't know, four months? It's fine. That's fine. I, I, hopefully he's still alive. He's, he's fine. Pulse check. <laughs> <laughs> I really need to reach out to him. Hey, Dan, if you're listening to this three months from now, <laughs> reach out to me, bro. <laughs> he's got a kid. He's got Life a is different. Life is different. Well, and he was already kind of a sheltered, not sheltered, but like an introverted, you know, didn't really talk to much people. He hasn't even been on the Discord in months. Yeah, it's been a while. Uh, anything else going on with you, Curtis? Those are my life updates. Fascinating. Yep. Riveting. Mm-hmm. I know. I just live an exciting life. You do. I'm excited. I used to. In the before times. In the before times. Before the dark times. <laughs> before the empire. Come on, Obi Wan. You have I to know go exactly there. what you're talking about. But the <laughs> listeners don't. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't know Star Wars or the Lord of the Rings, we need to have a conversation. Yeah. <laughs> Come over to the house. We'll watch some movies. We will. I have an electric fireplace now that is heating <laughs> up the basement. We <laughs> can all cuddle around it and watch. Really old movies. That's fine. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. It it even has like a fake fire. Yeah, that's great. That's nice. Yeah, nice little screen. I can't see it or feel the heat from it over here. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, Drew, how about you? What's going on in your life? Uh, I mean, I was snowed in this week too. 
because <laughs> I don't have a shovel yet. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. Um, and they don't plow my street for some reason. They plow... Like the main road? Well, and they plow the rest of the neighborhood, just not my street. <laughs> <laughs> because my street is it's pretty sloped. It's a pretty yeah, decent yeah, yeah. hill. So they don't want to go barreling into the house they, at the end of the street? They probably either that or they don't want to get stuck. <laughs> <laughs> nope. So they just don't even bother with it. And I mean, they couldn't. There's a cul-de-sac at the end, too, that they couldn't even plow. Because for some reason, the people that live in this cul-de-sac have decided that it's okay to park in the cul-de-sac. Like, like they pull straight in up to the curb and then they just leave their car like that. Hmm. Hmm. It's very weird. So maybe they can't. Yeah, I, I don't know. I do know that at one point I was dating a girl in, in her apartment complex. It was like a giant cul-de-sac, but people would just park in the middle. And so she was like, you can just park in the middle. I was like, that doesn't make... It's so weird. I don't get it. Like, why are <laughs> no, we here? <laughs> screw that. That's weird. That is really weird. So yeah, I was snowed in. I was supposed to go into the office on Thursday, and um, it snowed again on Wednesday night. So I was like, no. I'm not doing that. Um, Forrest doesn't sleep properly anymore, so that's fun. Yay. I was telling you guys I got a total of like four hours of sleep last night, maybe. And uh, what else? Uh, my sister-in-law is moving out, moving out, which is a big hell yeah. And um, I will be taking her room as my office so that's good it's it's gonna be a bigger office i'm gonna try and set it up so that while i'm working schaefer and force can be up there with me they can watch tv or do whatever they do during the day while i'm working so that we don't have to be separated from each other the whole time i'm working so yeah that's basically it nice no nice tim uh, I'm getting ready for the light at the end of the tunnel to be a train for me with work. Um, vacation is over. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, the, these laptops are coming to me and I'll be working from home, meaning I probably won't be doing anything for the first couple months until they get the policies and all the other stuff figured out, and then it, we will have to be. We're based off standards, so we have to meet certain cases per day, per week, per month. Um, and none of that has been figured out yet. Um, so I'll be having these laptops working from home, doing who knows what, and they don't know. And but it's going to be a train. Yep. That comes where they're finally going to say, nope, no more of this, no more sitting at home doing nothing. You actually have to do something, your job mainly. So getting used to that again and waking up instead of, you know, 8 o'clock or 9 o'clock like I have been doing, waking up at, you know, 5 o'clock. Yeah, that's going to be excellent. Yeah, at least I could wait until like, you know, 5.50 and then roll out of bed and slink my way down here and start working. Instead yeah. of waking up at 4.50 and showering and getting my car ready and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, so that's coming soonish. Probably by the end of this month, I'll have this laptop and not know what to do, And but I'll be working every day. There you go. Who knows what my schedule will actually be like. I'll probably be done working by 10 o'clock and not do anything else. 
or I will wait until 10 o'clock to start working. I, I don't know. Yeah. Um, we're, it's going to be very seat of my pants and figuring out what this new life is for me at work. Mm. Yeah. Um, I don't know how they're going to do the phases either. Uh, to me, it doesn't make any sense to jump into phase one or two and add more people to the office if the ultimate goal is to keep everyone home and working yeah. from home. So I don't know how that's going to affect me. I go into the office now once a week, and um, I'm going to have to transport this laptop back and forth because that's going to be my workstation. So I don't know if they're going to have the people that are already on site be there more and less at home to get rid of some backlog that we need to do there and just keep the rest of the people home. I, don't, I don't, really don't know what's going to happen. And the scary part about all of what I'm saying is I'm peon. I'm... Low man on the totem pole, just a grunt worker, worker bee. The queen bee has no idea what the hell is going on, if you know what I mean. Yeah. And that's the terrifying part is these managers and supervisors in D.C. don't know what we're going to do. So that puts all the worker bees in a tizzy, and um, I'm probably just going to sleep. There you go. Yeah. And so and, until the train runs over me and hits me and then obliterates my life for about a week or two. And then I adjust back into, you know, waking up early and going to work and whatever. Yeah. But being a federal government employee, I literally have to kill somebody to have any repercussions of my job. So, yeah. (laughs) Whatever. Not that I'm a bad employee. I've only been written up once. And even my manager is like, this is bullshit. And uh, I'm doing this because someone else told me that I had to. (laughs) And even the way he wrote it was... He did everything in his job power to do this, blah, 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 but he didn't do this one minuscule thing. Like, he just made it sound like really... Yeah, he was really, like, toned it down. Yeah. Or like, or just downplayed. Very much so. But it's on my permanent record, whatever the hell that means at work. Whatever. I'm sure the president checks on that all the time. Yeah, I'm sure it's in his office brief. <laughs> <laughs> you know, who has what nuclear weapons, and oh, God, and there's someone written up. and Somebody got written up. <laughs> Fuck that guy in particular. <laughs> <laughs> and gets on the red phone. <laughs> Nuke him. Nuke him. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Mushroom cloud. <laughs> yeah. Just make sure you tell me before that happens so I can go drive somewhere else. Perfect. Then yeah. I would like to not be here when that happens. Yeah. Ideally. I mean, you wouldn't be able to be in, like, in the state of Missouri. That's what that I'm happens. saying. <laughs> well. Or, or I guess... If I have to be here, I want to be in the epicenter of it. Yeah, that's what so I'm don't saying. Even, don't even feel it, see it, know what happens. Yeah, there's vapor. Yeah. Why not? I'd rather feel, be vapor than like suffer the radiation mm-hmm. stuff that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All the fallout. Yeah. I don't know why, but I thought of a nuclear hand grenade. That's something that I thought of. Perfect. Yeah. I remember that from back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> it was a Starship Troopers thing where they had like a rocket launcher that was like a nuke. And I always thought about the impracticality of that. And yeah. I was like, let's make this even dumber. What about the nuclear <laughs> hand grenade? <Yep. laughs> Throw it maybe, you know, 30 yards. <laughs> <laughs> A mile of ground just gone. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's a work update. I did have a Frank uh, story. So it was Tuesday afternoon. Uh, I go into work Thursday. So I always try to, like, 
make sure Frank is running and Frank is driving, especially when the weather's bad, because no way in God's green earth am I going to get Sally in any kind of weather. I'm even hesitant, even though it's a nice day. There's still a lot of salt on the ground. I'm hesitant about bringing my sweet baby girl out on the roads. Um, so I always check up on Frank, and Frank has been eating car batteries. So Tuesday afternoon, I tried to start Frank, and it was a no-go. Yeah. All right, all right, cool. And this has happened a thousand times. He's been draining the battery, and that's why I have a jump box, and I plugged it all in and tried to crank the car over, and nope. Hmm. It kind of it the starter barely turned the fly flywheel, the engine barely was like oh, 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 and didn't do anything. So I'm like, cool. Um, I'm gonna leave the jump box plugged in for a while and unbury Frank and see what happens. And tried again, nothing. I'm like, okay, well, um, maybe the jump box is a little low on battery. So I plugged in the jump box, got it fully charged, tried it again, and then it's starting to get laid out. And I'm like, I don't want to mess with this car anymore. Uh, so the battery still was dead. So then Wednesday, I woke up and kind of did the same process again. The battery was completely dead, and I was looking at battery chargers. And then called my dad, who has a battery charger, and uh, he brought. I went over there and got it and plugged in the battery to charge it. And it told me it was a bad battery, and I'm like, cool. Now I need to go buy a battery. So bought a battery and plugged it in. Frank. Drove Frank around for a while to make sure everything was kosher and running and fine and great. And Frank runs well and very stable. Um, and then I tried to park him in the driveway. He got a little stuck. Ended up in the yard. <laughs> and the one spot that I couldn't, like, get it out either. <laughs> so I'm like, cool. And I was really angry and um, really just angry and pissed off, really. Yeah. Because I'm like, really, the one spot where I could put this car where it won't get any traction, cool. Because it wasn't in the driveway, because if it was in the driveway, I could manage that. I could dig it out. I could get it to the concrete or the asphalt and get the car unstuck. Nope. It was in the grass. Yeah. So I'm like, cool. <laughs> cool, 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 cool. Yeah, uh, I noticed when Frank was not in his same normal spot, there was a problem. I was like, I'm not even going to touch this. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to ask. <laughs> Well, and the other issue is, uh, so not only did I have an issue getting it up, uh, there was an issue going yeah, that's down. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> One in five men have a problem. <laughs> <laughs> um, not only was there an issue getting the car back up the hill, it was an issue going down the hill. And I'm like, hmm, I'd rather not turn my roommate's cars into tinfoil. <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to park at the bottom of the driveway. Um I could probably get Sally up the driveway more than I could Frank. Because Frank doesn't have enough horsepower to, like, you put it in drive and kind of slowly roll up. No, you just, I weigh too much. Mm. Yeah. And I'm going to stay here. So, screw you, buddy. <laughs> yep. Uh, so, that was my Frank saga of getting, you know, the car stuck in my yard, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> and dealing with a dead battery and having to figure out um, what I need to do about the stupid car and why eating batteries and I'll have to take it up to the Mustang people and figure that out because I'm not going to chase an electrical gremlin. Well, especially because it's probably the remnant cop stuff mm -hmm. in there. Something's ground down somewhere. Something. Something's drawing the battery. Yeah, something's drawing energy from the battery somewhere for no reason. Yeah. I mean, the, the only thing I could do is really, like, unplug the car and see if there's any 
withdrawal when it's not on. That's about it. That's the only thing I know how to do. Mm-hmm. But then finding that, no thank you. Yeah. Or uh, since I'll be working from home, I might just sell Frank and be done with it. I don't yeah. know. I'll buy Frank. I don't know. <laughs> I want Frank. I know you do. If you can work out for a grand, I would sell you Frank. I'm working on it. <laughs> I still need him for now. And yeah. I figure out my work thing. But. Yeah, this is. I mean, we got some time. <laughs> got some time. Uh, um, I did my taxes. Yep, you said that. Yeah. It, yeah. yeah. I did adulting. I started to do my taxes, but I still won't have all my paperwork. So. Yeah, I have all my paperwork. So I did it, and I keep flip flopping on what I want to do with Sally. Definitely wheels and tires, but you know, I I talked about this a long time ago, putting a new engine in there. And her with the 10-speed automatic transmission, but I may just, I don't know, put forged pistons and rods in it and be done with it. Yeah. Way cheaper. Um, and these engines apparently are really durable, so there's yeah. no reason to put the Gen 3 Coyote in it with the 10-speed automatic. It would be cool, but... Yeah, when you already have a very well-working engine anyway. Yeah, and just putting forged parts in it and making it more durable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's probably what I'm going to do. I miss Sally so much that I put 93 in Frank without thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> that's how stupid I am. It's all good. Yeah, I did it the other day, and I was like, oh. oh. <laughs> oh. Could have saved yourself $3. Yeah. Now Frank runs really well in 93 <laughs> Octane. <laughs> uh, I'm still stuck in Worm World. We talked about that at length uh, last podcast. We went on a video game rant. I'm um, still stuck in that game. So that's what I've been doing. Not a lot of exciting things have happened to me recently. When there's a blizzard, yeah. it's not really a whole lot exciting to do or talk about. No, I I did something for a friend um, that took me all the way out to Union, but that was about it. That was kind of the highlight. And I did it more for me than for them, even though I got something for them because I like road trips and I needed the. I'm getting cabin fever. And my meditation, my yoga, so to speak, is driving in the car. Mm-hmm. And when I don't have that, my brain just wigs out for a minute. Yeah. And so I was just sad to do it in Frank instead of Sally. Sure, sure. Because, you know, it's Frank. Yeah. You, you, you know, it's I mean, the only thing cool about Frank is the f- fact that you can just run into stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and it's fine. <laughs> Well, uh, the great thing about Frank is he's so stable in the winter. Mm-hmm. Uh, other than going up my driveway, he doesn't slide at all. And I have no fear of when it's raining or icy or whatever because he's just so solid. Um, and he's a great winter vehicle. But if I'm not, I don't know. Not I'm, having to leave in the middle of winter, then. Yeah, there's no point. Yeah, I can have my race car in the garage and just if I need to go out. You know, risk it for the day and yeah. hose it off instead of having a second second vehicle. And or like nowadays, you can get anything delivered. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I mean, you can even just get groceries delivered now. Yep. yep. I did it once. Let's try it. I, I haven't done that yet. They brought me an extra jar of jalapenos. <laughs> Interesting. Yep. Yeah. Cool. Actually, it's not that interesting. No, I'm fascinated. <laughs> <laughs> Where is this extra jar of jalapenos coming from? Uh, I think they just accidentally grabbed it. Mm. Mm. We must investigate this. 
No, I'm over it. <laughs> Nick's on the podcast, the jalapeno. The jalapeno mystery. <laughs> the jalapeno. We can do a mystery show. Those are really hot in the podcast of unsolved jalapeno mysteries. Yeah. We'll just start Who a jal- paid for this? Jalapeno <laughs> podcast. Those, those like gotcha like news things like, yeah. where's your money? Where's your tax money going? <laughs> <laughs> Top 10 reasons for your jalapeno mystery. <laughs> what? Uh, so yeah, that's all the life updates for me. I mean, things haven't been really that exciting. I'm itching to go on a road trip. I'm itching to be done with COVID and actually spend time with people. But yeah, yeah. I, other than that, like it, it, it's kind of boring and dull. I get it. Yeah, not really much exciting. Though. I, uh, to highlight of my, my week, my two weeks have been the stupid freaking car getting stuck. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it makes for a boring conversation. It's fine. That's all right. <clears throat> uh, but I guess we can get into the main topic. We may, well, no, we won't have a short podcast. We've been talking for 41 minutes already. Um, well, we can actually get into the main topic. Um, uh, I thought about this on my drive that I took to Union. Um, I was, if I'm always struggling to come up with a conversation piece or a podcast idea, I will just jump in the car and drive and try to get my brain from spinning and actually focus and think um people may not know this about me but like my brain is always going like a million miles an hour and i think it's just because i'm an introvert and it's always just you know it's <laughs> going on inside there yeah where but, with extroverts they just let it out right uh I, <laughs> I said it on the discord the other day like my my inner thought is just me screaming all the time, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just constant, uh, because that's how my brain just operates. It's always running a million miles an hour. I may seem like a calm and cool, collected, and usually I am, but like, if I don't get out, like I just get a little antsy and crazy. And uh, so, anyways, I, I've been trying, struggling with trying to figure out a podcast episode. So, I, you know, I took that drive to Union, and I now I have a topic. We're going to talk about church hypocrisy, and instead of it being entitled uh, "hypocrisy of the church," I really want it to be church hypocrisy. Like, what do you, th- what do you see that is the church is doing that is h- hypocrisy? And there's a lot there, and we've been talking about this ongoing for the past year and a half. But I'm kind of boiling it down to the actual meat and potatoes, even though you don't boil down meat and potatoes because that'd be gross. I love boiled meat. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess you could. Yeah, what are you, English? Oh. If it, isn't that how, like, they just cook yeah. England? Is yeah. It just boil, boil everything? They boil shit. Yeah. Well, brats. You can boil brats. Yeah, but then you also need to sear them. I mean, you don't have to. I do. Yeah. <laughs> or boiled hot dogs. Uh, There's oh. boiled meat that you can do, Drew. Well, you can boil any meat. Is it appetizing? Uh, that's debatable. Fish? Isn't boiled, boiled fish? fish? What? Isn't that a thing? Uh, no. Okay. Lobster is maybe what you're thinking of. Maybe. That's steamed. Still, you boil it. You still boil it. Yeah, you throw the like live lobster in the pot of water and you cook it. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, and you're supposed to let it like slowly heat up so that it doesn't freak out. Or if you want to hear it scream, you just drop it in a <laughs> yeah. pot of boiling water. I love screaming lobster. <laughs> I don't even really like lobster that much. It's, so. I think lobster is heinous. Or yeah. crab. Like a, no. Crab isn't very good either. Crab's too much work. Yeah. Yeah, like I don't want to... I don't know, break apart my food to eat it. Yeah. 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 Unless, I mean, if <laughs> dire straits, 
Like I'll nuclear... punch a deer in the face in <laughs> dire straits. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm saying like, if everything went sideways, if we w- were in this like nuclear holocaust, sure, I'll eat a crab. I'll smash it against a rock. I'll find something. <laughs> I'll punch Bambi right in the mouth. <laughs> yeah. Like, no You'll have no shortage of meat and ball when there's too many fucking deer. It's true. I'll just put up a salt lick in her backyard mm-hmm. and we'd have to shoot the shit out of them. Yeah. yeah. You got plenty of guns. You can fucking take them out. I still want to get a bow and arrow. I still want to punch a deer. <laughs> Put a salt lick in your hand <laughs> as it goes to lick it. You know how bad that would hurt? Yeah, uh, it's punching bone <laughs> with skin on it. I haven't thought this through all the way. Yeah, Anyways. And hopefully it's a female deer and not a male deer. Wasn't Bambi a male deer? Yeah. Or is it a female deer? It's, I don't know my Bambi lore. Bambi's a male deer, but he's a kid, so no. So animals. you just want to punch baby deer? <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Some veal? Uh. Venison? <laughs> yeah. They make horrible noises, too. Yes. There was one caught in my fence a long time ago, and it was, like, mooing at me, and I'm like, I don't know how to help you. <laughs> <laughs> well, looks like you got a problem there, son. <laughs> I kind of—I mean, it was a baby deer, but you know, I kind of helped it. I didn't punch it in the face. <laughs> that, that was time. your one opportunity. My one opportunity to get my vengeance against deer, <laughs> and I wasted it. Uh, Anyways, uh, <laughs> I'm not that heartless. I don't think I would actually punch a deer, guys. Yeah. Please don't take me serious. <laughs> but a push came to shove. Totally. <laughs> Um, church hypocrisy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how we like circle that boiled uh, meat, meat and potatoes, boiled meat. Yeah, boiled meat. Oh right. yeah, because we've been talking about the subject for a oh, while. Oh yeah, we're idiots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's hey, that's what makes the show popular. It's true. <laughs> when I have friends tell me it was entertaining, I'm like, ah, oh, oh, oh yeah, perfect. <laughs> Not profound or anything. It was entertaining. entertaining. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, cool. 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 You know, I've only studied, you know, biblical studies and have this biblical degree and preaching for years, and uh, it was entertaining. Good. Yeah, Makes me go. feel great. <laughs> <laughs> Not, oh, wow, I really took away something. No, it was I made me yeah, laugh. We're Good. making great decisions with our life. <laughs> uh, my talent is wasted. <laughs> yeah. no, I joke. I joke. I don't think I would ever want to be on stage ever again. Once I'm paid to do it. Uh, because who's going to let me say bullshit in a church? Yeah. <laughs> Nobody. Nobody. Uh, and not to mention, like, the people that I do have that love me who would want to put me on stage. And then anything, they Google my name and my podcast shows up. It's going to hurt them even more. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so <laughs> probably not a good idea, guys. Yeah. Uh, uh, I love it. Um, so church hypocrisy. Yeah, maybe one of them. <laughs> uh, uh, so, what do you? What is your initial reaction when I say church hypocrisy? What is the immediate thought that goes through your brain? Uh, when people in the church don't like, they like look down on you for just being human. The fact that I say bullshit and I yeah. look down upon yeah, them. exactly that. Like they, that's what I see is them. They don't like to say that. They like to pretend that their shit doesn't stink. Yeah. Well, that's a good point. And, but won't acknowledge the fact that they, they try and say that they're not perfect, but then just completely ignore the parts about them that aren't perfect. Yeah. 
I know you like to think that your shit don't stink. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying. Oh, yeah. you know, we just got demonetized. That's fine. <laughs> we no. were never monetized anyway. <laughs> They're not going to fucking DMCA us for me singing one line of a song. Yeah, it takes two lines. You're right. Exactly. <laughs> oh, I think you can do it for uh, like can, 10 seconds 10 or something. Seconds. Yeah. And that's if you play it. Like, if you sing it, it's like a weird copyright thing. That's fine. Whatever. I don't care. We have one viewer. It's fine. No one's going to care. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I totally get that where I'm perfect, but or my imperfections are f- completely viable and fine, but you're a liar and cheater, so you go to hell. Yeah, yeah I totally see that mm-hmm. all the time. And when we put up a button-up uh, facade. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's interesting that... So, like, it, it seems like there's qualifiers for, like, what sin is acceptable to be a Christian mm-hmm. with, you know? Like, oh, you've had problems with drugs in the past? Okay, we can help you out with that. Oh, but you're gay? Mm, I don't know if I can help you out with that. Like, Or the fact that we would even need to help someone out right. who's gay. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's just with, like with, with that problem. Yeah, exactly. That's a problem for, for me that I need to help you out with. <laughs> like, ugh. It's so gross. Like, it's so gross. It's 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 interesting to to think about that kind of stuff because it's it was so prevalent when I was still going to church regularly, and I just like never noticed it because it's shit that never really affected me. But right now, seeing how it affects other people, it's like wow. Yeah, crazy. I mean, you get in those uh, ministry bubbles and you stay in those bubbles, and that's about it. Yeah. Um, and when people leave the bubbles, it's, you know, you no longer care about them. Yeah. And, um, you know, you don't see the problems that are happening. It's kind of like when you have a best friend who is dating someone that you know isn't good for them, but they don't see that. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I know what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) And you're just like, dude, do you not see that she's a bitch? Yeah. (laughs) Do not see that she sucks? (laughs) Or he, not to be sexist, like. Do you not see that he sucks, or he's a piece of shit? Like, yeah. Do you, how do you not see? It's I think it's the same way in ministry groups and churches. Yeah, like you don't, sure. you don't see it, and it goes back to Curtis's point. You know, your shit doesn't sink, and it's like, uh, yeah. no, we all do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and that's my big problem with it. Is like we, we all do. We're all flawed people. We all have our problems. We all have our brokenness, and instead of inflating that and and shaming people for that acknowledging that and addressing it in a loving matter and accepting people's flaws yeah and um loving people regardless like that's the thing we're supposed to be doing instead of oh you have this major flaw so you can't be a part of our group yeah or a part of our uh, ministry or whatever right um and i see that all the time everywhere everywhere i've ever been it's been like that and um it's a sad state. Yeah. It really is. And, um, yeah, I don't know if I have anything much else to say about that. But, yeah. That, there you go. Um, yeah, that's stuff that I've definitely seen um, in churches and church settings and being on several staffs. And it's not disparaging of any group that I've ever been a part of, but it happens. And it's not even maybe the group that I'm a part of, but it's definitely part of the church as a whole. I mean, we shit on that mega church all the time. 
oh my gosh, the clicks, the certain way that you dress, the certain language that you have to use to fit into a certain social group because whatever, or yeah. uh, it's gross. Instead of just accepting people and loving people for who they are, it's yeah. what can you do for me and how do you fit in? And it, it's ugh, gross. And I think it turns away people in droves. If you don't fit in a certain click. Yep. Um, and I've always marched to the beat of my own drum anyway, so it's like, what click am I going to fit into? Well, whatever. Love me for who I am. Yeah. Um, so uh, elaborating more on that, what are some church hypocrisies that you guys see? Let's dig in a little bit deeper on that. Not everyone at once. Don't make me fill in the time. I can't remember the last time I actually went to a church. We'll talk about that. Okay. Because that could lead into a church hypocrisy. Like, that's probably a reason why you don't go to church. So, like, elaborate on that. I don't go to church because I like to sleep on Sundays. (laughs) Fair. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I'm not going to act like there's a really big, profound reason for it. I just, to your point, just never found somewhere that I felt was, like, home. Mm Mm-hmm. And decided that there's a reasonable um, amount of Sundays that I have. I'm a little hungover and I don't want to go to church. (laughs) That's fair. But if church was exciting and good, you would make the effort to go. Sure. If that was something fun and that I could do on a regular basis, probably. Yeah. I get it. But looking back, none of it really seems that much fun (laughs) you mean you don't like to hear someone drone on for 45 minutes about a lesson that you've heard a thousand times yeah i'm good i'll pass yeah i get it Uh, i was talking with somebody like um the other day uh near my birthday usually after christmas and my birthday is coming up in two months uh, i get really reflective and i start weeding out all the garbage and filth that's in in my body and myself and um and it's usually a huge growth period for me and i do it every year and i get really weird and and uh reflective and emotional and sensitive and blah 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 um but i was talking with someone you know i've been doing this for 20 years and thinking about that um you know ever since i was 15 16 years old i was in leadership in a church i I never actually i went to one summer camp where i wasn't a leader yeah Every other time I've been a leader and and high standing or whatever, given a lot of stuff to do and whatnot. And I'm not complaining about that. That's I, I love to do that kind of stuff. But I've been doing this for, you know, forever, for about 20 years. And I'm looking at all the people that I've influenced or I've had conversations with or all my former students. And um, like 80% have left a church and don't give a shit about it anymore. And yeah. it's like, what? I've been doing this for 20 years and what other place of business or any other private sector can you fail 80% of the time and still be viable? Yeah. And it's not just me. Uh, and I, I put that on me because I, that's just my MO and I blame myself for everything and I take myself out on everything. I criticize myself way too hard. Um, but it's like, if I'm seeing that in my, in my field of view, I have to now peel back and look at the forest and realize the church, maybe even for the last 20 years, has been that ineffective. Yeah. 
and uh, the thing that we're doing isn't working, and yet we continue to do it mm-hmm. over and over and over again. You want me to set up a church service? I can do it in th- 30 seconds. Worship or announcements is usually at the top. The three songs of worship, I'm usually repeating. Maybe uh, a prayer session in there. Maybe f- f- Usually between announcements and worship, it's about 15 minutes. And then maybe uh, offering that last maybe five minutes, and the rest of the time is a do talking. And that is every church, modern church service, Protestant church service that you've ever been to. Mm-hmm. Yep. And if they get crazy, maybe worship will be at the end. Right. <laughs> right. Or the announcements will be in a different spot. That's every church service ever. And you can't tell me that isn't boring. And a church is supposed to be, I don't know why we made it, and this is going to sound crazy, but I don't know why we've made it about people who aren't Christians. I know that sounds kind of like harsh, but like church is supposed to be a place where we all gather to worship yeah, and have fellowship with each other as Christians. There's other things that we should be doing that be outreaching uh, to bring people in part of that group. But church should really be more about worship. Yeah. Instead of a dude talking for 45 minutes. Yeah. This is my opinion. That's what I see in the Bible anyway. That makes sense to me. Yeah. Like church is supposed to be for the people that are, are already there. It is our jobs as individuals, as people, to bring more people to the table. Makes not, sense. Not the church's job. Yeah. Right? Like, right. church is supposed to be the corporate worship mentality of, no, we're all Christians here. We all are going to come together. But it's become, like, this weird teachable thing where it's become more about a person and a charismatic and talking and teaching lessons and don't do this and do do this and blah, blah, blah. Rather than, oh, this is worship and hang out and have fellowship and that's our church service. Yeah. That's just my opinion. Drew, do you have anything? Church hypocrisies? I mean, I think we've talked about this type of stuff before, but I mean, specific examples is when we, you know, shit on corporations for making money off of poor people, and then you sell your fucking book (laughs) in your church, (laughs) and all your proceeds go into your pocket. And you pretend that your offering's going to a non-profit, but in reality it's just going into your pocket, in your employees' pockets. And you live in a mega house in Chesterfield. <laughs> it's it's not about the money, though. No. No. Not at all. It has nothing to do with money. No. Not at all. Because God provided all of that, and that's why you get to live in that house. Yep. Yeah. It's about the people. Yeah. It's about the people that I don't invite over to my huge house. Yeah. Ever. And would never invite them over because I'm too much of a celebrity mm-hmm. to actually deal with those people on a personal level. Mm-hmm. They literally have a class um, where they literally say in the very verse beginning, like, don't ask the senior pastor to lunch because he'll never go. Yeah. Because he's too busy. Yep. It's a real thing. That's a real thing. Yep. I'm not making that up. Wow. Yeah. I think the exact quote was, he doesn't have enough time to go and see everybody. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. The fact that they even say that mm-hmm. is just like, yeah, I don't think this is for me. 
I, oh wow, how can I do this without was being vague? I had one of their kids in my small group. Uh-huh. I was invited to the big high school graduation of one of the kids. I had never even met him. Yeah. Had his kid in my small group class. She would, damn it, <laughs> call me her leader. Yeah. Never met him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what? Yeah. How fucked up is that? Yeah, because... I don't know. Maybe maybe I had a different childhood from everybody else, but my mother wanted to know who I was hanging out with. Mm-hmm. At you know all times because you know I was her child. Yeah. What do I know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, my parents and you know I stopped caring when I was like thirteen because I just did what I want anyway. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, like, uh, there. This is such a hard thing to think about, but if you if you go into ministry, there's certain sacrifices that you just have to make, and I think that's one of them. You have to be with people, not saying that you put your family aside. No, you bring your family with you, yeah, and you make it an event, and you have people over for dinner. Like that, that's kind of the thing that you do. You're supposed to be and should be exposed to your congregation basically all the time. Yep, that's the sacrifice that you knew you're gonna have to make. In order to be a spiritual leader. Now, with that said, there is boundaries. Oh, absolutely. There sure. are certain times, like, if it's, I don't know, past 5 o'clock and you're off the clock, no, you turn your phone off. Or yeah. you don't issue your phone number out and they can email you. Or you have a chain system where it kind of goes through levels of authority where if yeah. there's an emergency, yeah. someone can get a hold of you. Or, like, maybe you should just have a team of pastors that can deal with the entire congregation since it's so big. Yeah. And, like, stop calling someone a senior pastor. Yeah. Because he doesn't need to be above everybody else. Yeah. Yup. So. Yup. Like, that's probably how it should be. Instead of one head guy, it's several head people. Yeah. And they rotate in and out. Um, You shouldn't. That's how it used to be. That's how it used to be. Uh, <laughs> you, you shouldn't have one sole person where when they're not there, no one gives a shit. Right. And it happens every time without a church. Like, when that main pastor isn't there, no one gives a shit. And they all try to act like him and try to emulate him. And uh, it's so gross to me. Like, I don't know what happened in our church culture and what lessons or whatever that just because so-and-so is using this formula of how to teach doesn't mean it's right for you. Yeah. And it doesn't mean that you have to continue going to that church just because you've grown a community there. Like it's important for you to receive ministry the right way, like for you. Mm -hmm. And I mean, even if you just go to your church just because of your community, that's totally fine. Right. But you know, I don't know. It's ridiculous. All of it. It really is. It's become more about power and greed and money and manipulation and gaslighting and... I mean, it's the U.S. Look, I mean, look what we do to most things. Yeah, it's true. I mean, 
United States has literally changed the complexion of Christianity for the rest of the world. And it's sad because it is just kind of like a money grab at this point. Mm -hmm. You just take in hurt people and you victimize them even more and then take their money away from them. Yep. So. Absolutely. And it's becoming a bigger and bigger thing that I think, you know, I've said 20 years, I've been doing this 20 years. I legitimately think it's gotten worse. Oh, yeah. yeah. Maybe I wasn't privy to it because I was younger and we were in a small church, but it definitely feels like it has gotten worse. Well, and that's the thing, too, is like there are Christians and there are churches out there who are doing it right. Mm -hmm. They're following God's word. They're, you know, we're told as Christians to tithe, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. But that tithe doesn't go into the pocket of the pastor. Nope. Like, when did that become the thing? Well, you know when did the tithe become strictly about money? Right. Why Why can't your tithe be like your time? No, that's why I, I always thought of it. Yeah. Why can't you be, why can't you volunteer for the church? S- some people literally can't afford to give the 10% that apparently is the number you're supposed to be giving to the church. Yep. Like, so that's a, that's a question. Where where did that come from? Is that in the Bible? It is. There okay. is a 10% thing. You're supposed to give 10% of your yearly or whatever, however you want to digest it, or <coughs> whatever the translation in the Old Hebrew is, because it is an Old Testament thing. <coughs> if, and, and part of that wasn't, like, in context, it was more about survivability, like making sure that it, the system was kind of socialism, that everyone gives up 10% yeah. so we can survive, right. rather than give up 10% to your church. But then it kind of makes sense because... In order for the church to survive, because they are a nonprofit organization, they need money. Yeah, for sure. But that's another thing too, though. That's an old Old Testament thing. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I mean, they do talk about it in the New Testament, uh, okay. giving up something. And I don't, I don't think. Don't quote me on this. I don't think it was ever ten percent in the New Testament. But Jesus does talk about. It, that's why you uh, flipped over tables in the temple. It, yeah. That was part of the tithe. Like, you were supposed to sacrifice and do stuff and give stuff up. Yeah. And since they were abusing it, like, it would be like a corporate credit card that the church gives you, and then you have to give them money, yeah. and that's the only way you can spend it. It's yeah. kind of the same thing. I, on this topic, too, I think it's interesting because my parents always harped in on, like, you need to give money to the church that you're a part of. And it always felt weird to me doing that. Um, not because I don't, don't want to support the people that are in these positions that like, this is their livelihood. Obviously I want to help them out. Right. But like, I don't, I just don't trust anybody to <laughs> use my money the way it's supposed to be used. Fair federal sorry. government, federal government. Uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't, I don't trust it. Like it doesn't matter how good of a person you are. It's just somewhere down the line, the money that I've given you is going to be used to buy you a new pair of shoes or some bullshit like that. And it's like, I don't know. I think maybe that's just a me problem, you know, having faith that, I mean, people will be. It's ultimately not a uh, how can I say this? It, it's not ultimately on you. Right. It, it's the fact that you just need to be faithful and give the money and whatever they do with the money, that's on them. Right. Um, and it's the fact that you're giving. It's just 
I don't know. I have different thoughts about it. Like you said, like, why can't it be time? Like, yeah. I've always been so busy with the church. Um, if you actually paid me for what I did, it would be way more than 10% oh, that I yeah. would be giving you guys. So yeah. that's how I've always rationalized it. And I always felt at peace about it because I'm giving more than 10% of my time, my effort, my sacrifice. Not only am I doing that, um, I'm also giving, you know, buying stuff or driving even and you're doing yeah. different events and stuff like that. That, Well, and that's where, like, it, it would make sense that, like, the church in general lives off of volunteers in a lot of ways. They really do. And the people who don't volunteer their time, give them your money. Yeah. You know? Yep. So. But you're always guilted into giving money. Yeah. All, all the time. You don't, uh, you don't have to do it, but we really could use, we could really use the cash right now. Or the, the oh, sh- I don't have to. Oh, all right, the next <laughs> then, I <won't. laughs> then I won't. The shitty thing that a lot of churches, I think, majority of churches do is, if you want to be a member, you have to give money. Yeah, it's fucked. Yeah, it's so just shady and crappy. To me. Also, at the same time, like, why do churches have members? I, I never really understood that anyway. Like it goes on my heaven permanent record that you yeah. have tracked me. Like I don't I don't what? Yeah. I don't get it. It's another qualifier that you're just not allowed to place on somebody. Right? Like oh you're a member, so you get to do more stuff. Yeah. Uh get do I do I get a members only jacket, <laughs> you fucking plebs? Do I get a parking space? <laughs> yeah. Do I get a parking space? <laughs> I, none of that stuff ever interested me and I never really fell into that trap. When Schaefer and I first started going to the church that we kind of we follow their services online and stuff, you had to take a class mm-hmm. in order to become members of the church, and we did it, and like we never pulled the trigger on becoming members because if you're a member of the church, you have to volunteer. Ugh. You're required to do like looking after the kids one Sunday or ushering or being a part of the worship team or greeting people as they come in or running like the coffee and donut station. You have to. And I'm like, no, thanks. I don't want to be a member of your church. Do not tell me that I have to do something in order to be a part of your community. Fuck you. Right. Um, the mega church that we went to, you had to go to a couple of classes yeah. to become a member. It's funny. Because maybe I was just ignorant to this kind of stuff when I was younger. But, like, I don't ever remember my parents talking about taking a class at a church in order to, like, move themselves up in the church or something like that. It was just like you came to church, you decided you wanted to become a member. That's how new I if I, if I, I don't remember. I remember being a member. I don't think New Life you had to do anything. Um, except for maybe what, like be there for a certain amount of time. I, you had the tithe. I remember that. Yeah. I mean, that church fell apart. I think you had to be at least 18. I don't remember. I mean, this was 20 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I'm pretty sure that I was never actually a member. I was, I don't know if my parents were or weren't. Cause I voted on every single pastor that we had Mm -hmm. just about. Yeah. Because I was a member. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't know. I I didn't get to vote on any of them. Yeah. It just seems weird to me. It's just another level of exclusivity. Like, why... I don't understand why churches think they 
need steps like that. The only thing that I can think of that kind of makes sense is voting on a big major issue like yeah. a new pastor coming yeah. in. I get that. So you want people that have been there for the, you know. Yeah, like, you don't want people who just like walked in off the street and were like, yeah, this guy seems great. Yeah. And there's no way, and sadly, there's no way of checking that information unless they are yeah. and in some kind of a registry. So how do you, especially if you're a bigger church, how do you say these people can come to our meeting? But then also, do you just run the risk of what's the hurt if Joe Blow comes off the street and comes to your fancy, you know, members only meeting and votes on something? Yeah. Like, is that really a big deal? Yeah. I don't know if it is. I mean, unless people want to be manipulative and, like, throw the vote or something. Yeah. It's just another It's just another reminder that church isn't what I think God intended it to be. I don't think so either. Um, you know, I'm a flawed human myself, and maybe I'm, I'm totally fucking wrong. <laughs> maybe I am. But it's like, <laughs> I can't imagine... Because it's it's still once again it's focused on money, yep, and where it's going to be allocated. Mm-hmm. It, it, like this this kind of shit with like oh you must give your money so that we can pay these people and all that kind of stuff. It just reminds me of the fucking government. Like here, take my money and yep. allocate it where where you want, mm-hmm. not where I want. Well, I make you know six figures. Yeah. And you make nothing, but I'm going to tax you on it. Yeah. Oh, and you bought something else? I'm going to tax you on that. Taxing that, too. Yep. Oh, and this person who doesn't work? Yeah, you're going to be have to pay for their shit, too. Oh, you you, you own a vehicle? You yeah. have to have a vehicle to get to your job? Well, you have to pay taxes on that, too. So we cannot fix the roads that you drive on. <laughs> Not only pay taxes when you buy the car, but then pay property taxes afterwards. Yeah. In the state. Because you have to pay to own the things that you paid for. Yep. Yeah. I work for them. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the same principle, though, you know? Like, yep. Just a, it's like a government light. Yeah. With, like, the facade of God on top of it. Yeah, because, uh, and, you know, I said to Curtis, like, if the church was good enough, you'd probably go. And it's like the same principle holds. If the church is good enough, you're going to give up. I'm going to give my money to them. Yeah. Hell yeah. If you actually believe if, yeah, in if it. You're, well, if you're getting something out of it, yeah, yeah. sure. Well, sure. it's not, I don't, I wouldn't say that. No. Uh, is the church shouldn't be what you get out of it. Okay. But you um, say it, it's, if it's good enough, you would give back. Yeah, like if it's something you actually believe in mm-hmm. and something that you actually want to be a part of, then yes, you would give. Yeah. Not, oh, I got a certain something out of it. Like it shouldn't be that relationship with the church. It should I be, we, yeah, I think, you, you I see think what we I'm have some miscommunication here. Okay. Yeah, I think that's all that is. I think you guys are both saying the same thing. Probably. Yeah, yeah. we're saying the same thing. Yeah, we're on the same words. page. <laughs> we're probably just confused anybody that is listening to this, but uh, deal with it. Yeah, um, <laughs> did, with that. did I ever tell you guys when I was going to be a licensed pastor in that whole debacle? Yes, I have told you that. Uh, yeah. I might have heard this story, but for our past- listeners, yeah, for our <laughs> listeners, CJ, you're supposed to say no. I haven't heard that story. It's new to me, but I have heard that story. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I went to Bible college. And I have a Bible degree. Really, it's on paper a religion degree, which I don't know why my college called it a religion degree when it's literally just Christianity. It's not really religion. When you think of, like, religion, you think of, like, oh, I studied all the religions, not just Christianity, whatever. But what school is it from? Missouri Baptist University. It is a Christian school. Baptist 
they the religion it's so dumb. is one, so it's a religion. <laughs> I, 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 I I get that. That's what it is. But it, like, if you do it in the private sector, it's like I'm a study of religion. Yeah. You should have just called it what it is and like biblical studies, yeah, which exactly. what it was. Uh, so I have this degree from a Baptist university, and I'm going to be uh, going into being a licensed Assemblies of God, um, two different denominations that don't like each other very much. Uh, so in order for me to be a licensed pastor, I had to go to one of their classes in the middle of the state. Um, Columbia, Missouri. I'm from St. Louis, so I had to drive two and a half hours or whatever it was to go to this class. You know what this class was? Any guesses on what this class was? I know I, what it was. I have a religion degree, a biblical studies degree. What do you think I was learning? About Jesus? No. Oh. That would make sense, Curtis. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same shit they do when you go to these member classes. It was a history of the assemblies of God. Oh, yeah. It's so the same. Like like stuff that happened way after like the Bible. Like in the 1900s, when oh. the assemblies of God got together and decided, we believe in speaking in tongues is the only edification in being baptized in the Holy Spirit, and we're going to force that on everyone. Because you know, cool. denomination is more important than the actual Word of God. Yeah, sure. And so I had to be re-educated on their doctrine. Rather than, I don't know, the doctrine of the Bible. Yeah, sure, sure. So I, not only what, did I have to go to this class, I had to pay for it. Yeah. That was awesome. And here I am doing what I thought was the respectable thing of doing as being a licensed pastor for the church I'm serving in. And I have to pay to do this. If it was me, I would have paid them with my shit. <laughs> I would have made money, like, shit bills. So... Or in pennies. Yeah. In pennies. And pooped on them. <laughs> There's got to be poop involved. Poop pennies. Yeah. Uh, so I do this class, and I think it was actually two classes. Um, I don't remember the second one, honestly. But I remember doing it, going through it, and they finally get uh, and to the interview process where they're yay or nay whether I'm going to be licensed. Not only have I been working at this church since for about, I don't know, seven or eight months, uh, you know, a couple months, about five months paid, most of that time unpaid, working from this church, preaching in this church, doing all the stuff that I did, the hundred hours a week that I was at this church, going whatever, all the things that I was doing. They had to interview me whether or not I was acceptable, air quotes there, in their eyes. Yeah. Um, and basically what it boiled down to, and really the only question they asked me was, do you believe that speaking in tongues is the only edification of being baptized in the Holy Spirit? That was it. That was my only interview question. Which I said, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> because it literally says uh, they spoke in tongues and prophesied. And then they, like, lost their minds. Uh, basically thought that I was a heretic and didn't know my theology. Completely disregarded my college education and everything that I know. Uh, and basically ushered me out of the building. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> then they wrote a letter to my pastor that I was working out. Like, this guy doesn't know what he's talking about. His theology is all messed up and blah, 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 blah. So then the pastor pulls me in and I was like, uh, what the hell is going on? Because <laughs> they're telling me this. And then they're like, 
the Northern District heads. They're the ones that call all the shots for our district and our whatever. And we were the biggest, the church I was working for was what the biggest church in their district. Mm-hmm. And so big deal. This was a big deal. And they're freaking, they're losing their shit about it. And so the pastor pulls me into the office and like, what the hell's going on? Like, can you just write out what you believe? So I said, okay. And I wrote out everything. I talked about Saul and how he was baptized in the Holy Spirit, King Saul. And he began to prophesy. Didn't speak in tongues. It said the spirit fell upon him and he started to prophesy and freak out. And he led a bunch of people to Christ and he became crazy. And we have King Saul and King David, you know, all that yeah. mess. And then I brought up all, all the other points. Uh, I firmly believe you have a, a gift of the Holy Spirit. You've probably been baptized in the Holy Spirit because I don't know. That just makes logical sense to me. Maybe your edification was something else. I don't know. Uh, mine, for instance, was definitely teaching and preaching. I didn't have that skill before. The Spirit came upon me, and I began to do crazy things. Uh, and the pastor read it and was like, you know what? I completely agree with you, and this is my belief set, too, so we're going to figure this out. And then I left. (laughs) 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 Um, And and to circle the wagon again, uh, because I worked for this church and was going to try to be a licensed pastor, I was forced, if I wanted to continue being a licensed pastor, which I wasn't, I had to non-negotiable had to give up 10 percent yep of my yearly the money they're paying me i had to pay them yep 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 you seem to find yourself in those like positions though yeah you're getting paid by the same people you have to pay every year anyway yeah i mean that's the federal government yeah federal government (laughs) churches you just like to be caught in that cycle yeah I work for the federal government, but I still pay federal taxes. Mm-hmm. I don't understand. I'm paying my own paycheck. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's <laughs> 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 uh, always boggled my mind. Like I'm providing a legitimate free service for a certain group of people. A free service. Yep. Uh, and yet I'm getting taxed to do that. I mean, the government isn't not a non-profit organization of course but it's like shouldn't they kind of i don't know work like shouldn't i not be taxed because i like save them paperwork or something i right (laughs) just give that money back to me yeah and and because then i'm going to use that money i don't know to feed into the system yeah exactly (laughs) or like i I, or just don't give you that money in the first place yeah, and that's just my paycheck. Yeah. Instead of taxing me. I, I, whatever. And so, yeah, that was the whole debacle with the Assemblies of God and uh, their dying church. So, good luck. When you put the qualifier on to be a part of our denomination, being baptized is uh, the only, or speaking in tongues is the only edification, being baptized in the Holy Spirit. And it literally says in the Bible, otherwise, well, good yeah. luck to you. Yep. Good luck to you. And that's my problem with a lot of these denominations, like um, the baby splashers, and they pull out one verse that kind of vaguely talks about it. It's like, you're going to base your entire denomination on this one little tiny thing. It doesn't make Leviticus. <sighs> we should pull something out of Leviticus and make a denomination out of it. Mm. I mean, I, I've kind of already did with the cussing thing. Yeah. <laughs> so... <laughs> I, I'm putting all my faith in this little tiny verse where 
I think it's manipulated that we should cuss. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's Timism for you. <laughs> I pick and choose my scripture well. <laughs> I, I just don't understand why, like, once again, we've had to create groups within Christianity. Why can't um, you just, like, be a Christian? No. It doesn't make any sense. I How disagree. else would you find out that you are better than everybody else? <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> oh, I'm better God. than those Christians across the street. Right? Uh, because everything, like, everything has a flipping agenda. Like, the way we interpret our Bibles, the way these denominations are, it's all about an agenda. It's all about power. It's all about getting your dick hard about something that doesn't even make any sense or anyone needs to care about. Yeah. But that's the hill they're going to die on. Yep. Like, who the flying hell cares about baptism and the Holy Spirit and the only edification? Like, if you have gifts of the Holy Spirit, you're good. Yeah. And if you're saved, you probably have those gifts anyway. Yeah. So what the fuck? Yeah. Why is it a hill to die on? And why are you making that the sole purpose of your denomination? And all these flipping other different Baptist... I'm just going to offend everyone. All these flipping different d- Baptist denominations. Like, shut the hell up. Yep. <laughs> you can dance. David danced on the street. So what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jesus was 30-something when he got baptized. So why are you splashing babies? Yeah. Like, oh. Th- they drank. Jesus drank. All the time. <laughs> All the time. <laughs> oh. It's weird. At this this church that Schaefer and I were going to, um, something that, like, it bugged me, but, like, I never cared enough. I don't need to, I never needed to say anything to these people about it. But when they're in prayer at this church, everyone starts talking. Like, yes, Lord, yes, praise you, Jesus, and shit like that. Mm-hmm. And, like, they... It's so bizarre because it's impossible to listen to the person who's leading us in prayer. And, like, it really bothered me at first because I'm like, I can't even focus. If I was trying to pray, I wouldn't even be able to continue talking because these people won't shut the hell up. (laughs) And then I just realized I'm like, this is their thing. Mm -hmm. They're like, they're trying to be different by doing this. And then I was like, I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) You do whatever you want. Well, like, if I don't do it, get over it. Right. I mean, I, I, I talked about this the last time I recorded my problems with prayers, and that's because it is trauma for me. Yeah. Uh, people be made it about themselves and the show, and you know, whatever you want to do to praise God is fine with me. Like, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. If you want to eat salmon and drink beer and that's your worship, then great. <laughs> you know, that's probably what Jesus did. Um. I don't care. Uh, if you want to talk during prayers, do it respectfully, though. Like, yeah. But I just have a lot of trauma of people making it about themselves and about the show and look at all of us. And, ugh. Yep. So when you talk about that, that's what I feel like. Oh, I said amen at this right point. Yep. Look at me. How can I rehearse this prayer for Sunday morning? Right. Fuck off. <laughs> right. Just over and over again in the mirror, yeah. saying "Amen," yep. looking at yourself. Amen. No, that wasn't right. That wasn't right. Amen. 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 That was it. That was it. Amen. Glory. <laughs> oh, like it's fine if you want to do that and you're legitimate about it, but don't make it about yourself. But you're not legitimate about it. And if yeah. you you say you are, you're a crazy person, and I respect <laughs> you. But also, 
Are you? Uh, I mean, there has been legit instances where people have been so just overwhelmed with yeah. joy and yeah. happiness and that they need to say that. And that's awesome and it's incredible to see. But then it becomes this uh, gross all about them. And it happens all the time. And uh, like, I don't know why it's become a thing. And, I, and my experience is youth ministry, and I see this all the time, every year in youth ministry, to the point where the leaders have a name for it called Cry Night, where it happens yep. all the time. Yep. And then it becomes this expectation of this night needs to be so emotional and so heavy that everyone cries or engages worship this way or whatever. And then they try to do weird things where they try to manipulate and try to not make it that way, but then it happens anyway because that's the expectation of it. And it's just, why does the the movement, so to speak, need to be that way all the time? That's kind of how a church that turned into a mega church, like their youth was, it, but it was every single Wednesday night mm-hmm. for, you know, for your youth ministry was like this big ordeal about trying. I mean, like initially it was like trying to bring people to God for them to, you know, accept him, but it turned into this big fucking show of emotion and bullshit. And the last time I went, I was like, I don't know what this is, but I don't like it. (laughs) So I don't think I'm going to be coming here anymore. I get it. Which, when you know, I said at the top of the show, like, it should be about the Christians and less about, you know, yeah. bringing people in. Yeah. But when you have expectations that that needs to be the thing every week, it's, I don't know, it feels manipulative. Well, but, and that's, that's the thing, too. I don't think that there's anything wrong with constantly bringing people to Christ, but take care of those who are with Christ already as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It all, it, it, <laughs> It all boils down to everything we've been saying here. It's like, bring new people to Christ, accept them for who they are and their flaws that they have. Don't turn them away because they're committing a sin that you think is unforgivable. And as well, don't push people away that are already within your congregation because they've decided to get a divorce or some shit like that. Don't shun your congregation because of a decision that they've made that you may not agree with because, like, did Jesus do that? (laughs) <laughs> Why is it so hard for church to reflect Jesus? Because oh, there's no money in that. That's true. Well, and that's why our podcast isn't successful. <laughs> 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 uh, I, I kid. Uh, it's because the people... <laughs> you want me to break down why this podcast isn't successful? It, it's because the people that know me and follow me uh, expected me to open up my Bible and to give them a three-point sermon and to use my gifts and my talents in a certain way. And then when they catch me cussing and dropping F-bombs, it makes their ears bleed and they turn it off. Yep. And the people that are finding the show and liking the show that are entertained by the show will actually sit down and listen to us. Yeah. And now I'm seeing, finally, after a year growth. Because all of my uh, previous followers, and there's still some, uh, Turned it off. Yeah. I, like, my mom has asked me so many times what our podcast is, and I'm just like, I'm not. Do it's it. not even, it's not even worth for, it, it, she she can't listen to it. <laughs> the moment she hears me drop any curse word, 
she'd be like, I can't even listen to this. And I don't even want, like... That conversation. No, I don't want to have that conversation, but also it's just, like, it's not worth it because I think that she's the type of person, and I know a lot of these people that are within the church, that, like, literally could not possibly agree with anything that we say about church right now because they're so blinded by the bullshit that they've been blinded by Mm -hmm. for years. Yep. Uh, It becomes a contentment, and this is my bubble, and don't disturb it. Yeah. It's like, oh my gosh, you're questioning what I love? Yep. Damn, can't believe that. Yep. That's the other side of it, too. Yeah. Not just the cussing, but because I've come out swinging and holding up a mirror and saying truthful, what I believe to be truthful stuff about the church. Yeah. It's really turned a lot of people off. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm fine with that. And the people that love me and that are close to me and are engaging with me still talk to me and still love me and still want to hear what I have to say. Yeah. Um. And like I've said a million times on this podcast, this is more me than I've ever been in any group or setting and any church platform ever. Um, if you really knew me, you would hear me cuss and be perverted and do say the things that I say. If you really knew me, uh, it's on you that you didn't take the time to accept me and didn't find me that way. So um, that's on you, not on me. That is... Uh, because Drew has his phone right next to the microphone. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was like, what on earth is that noise? Yeah. Um, uh, so, yeah. Uh, and that's where I find myself. As I, I, Not to make this podcast about me, but I'm the host of the show, so I do what I want. Um, well, that's where I'm finding myself lately is I'm more comfortable within my own skin and who I am. And uh, the dirty little secret is I still give maybe a 10 minute sermon instead of a 45 minute sermon during this podcast every week. Yeah. <laughs> every first and third week, every first and third week. <laughs> and you guys find it entertaining and you laugh. So what does that say? Yeah. Um, and, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm fine with that. And the people that love me, love me. And hopefully they're finding the other side of me that they've knew all along and, uh, are seeing that more vibrant in this yeah. podcast. Um. Yeah, there's a whole lot more I could say, but uh, we've already almost been talking for two hours. Um. I guess the big thing for me is with church hypocrisy is we always talk about being a family and we always talk about you know loving other people, but as soon as someone steps out of bounds, we write them off and we disregard them, or it becomes about power and it becomes about um, manipulation and gaslighting and driving wedges in between people because you want the power and you don't like that someone else is more talented than you or and there's an ego thing and it becomes all this high school drama bullshit that happens. Um, and it's, there's just a lot of weird things that I've experienced within church leadership and being on church staffs that is just weird and heartbreaking uh, the amount of times I've been a third wheel for people is incredibly weird. I don't know what it is, but I've been a third wheel a lot. Um, and even when I was married, there was weird manipulation there. Of uh, she always had to be at everything that I was at, and she was an, an extension of me. And it's like, but she has her own life. She has her own calling. She has her own gifts. Like she shouldn't be an extension of me. 
She's her own person. Yeah. But then churches manipulate you and guilt you that you both have to be part of this thing, even though at the time she wasn't gifted the way I was gifted. And nor should any really couple be like that because they're two different people. Yeah. Um, but the manipulation there, and it's always about power. And even thinking about the stuff that I went through uh, being on a church staff and the people that would try to butter me up and give me tickets to go to games and that tried because I was a pastor, I was a part of the elite or the top tier. People would do things to buy me or bribe me and to try to get close to me. And it's just weird. And then you have other people like driving a wedge in between people I'm close with. And uh, it's all about getting the elite and being close to the pastor or yeah. whatever. And it's a lot of just church hypocrisy and bullshit. And I am so tired of the excuse that we're all oh, just humans. We all have this human nature. We're all flawed people. Yeah, of course we are. But we're supposed to be better than that. We're supposed to be above reproach. We're supposed to be different. We're supposed to be addressing this. We're supposed to be talking about this. We're supposed to be calling it out in loving, very loving ways, not in a shameful, you're a piece of shit way, but yeah. in a, no, I love you. Can we figure this out? This is what's happening. Let's figure this out. And for some reason, churches don't do that. And uh, I think that is uh, hurting the church and killing the church from within. Um and I've seen it enough to uh, recognize that. And um, it's ego, it's pride, it's power, it's money. It's all the usual suspects, but we don't address it. Because to address it, that means we have to be uncomfortable and vulnerable. Yeah. And no one wants to do that. No one, ever. No. No. I don't want to do that. And that's why I love doing this podcast and why this podcast will remain because I will be vulnerable and I will tell, you know, my histories and the stuff and my thoughts on things and be unfiltered and I'll cuss. And I've, I think I said that word a couple of times and because I don't believe cussing is a sin. And if you think it is and it makes your ears bleed, then I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, but if you really took the time to get to know me and spent time with me, I would probably slip a cuss word every once in a while. And if I didn't cuss around you, it's because I respected you and you thought it was a problem, so I just didn't because I respected you. Yep. So I don't cuss around my parents. Yeah, I get it. I had someone in my life that I really respected and who didn't cuss at all, and I never cussed in front of them until I got them to cuss, and now I do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my mother has been cussing more lately. Yeah? Yep. Good. <clears throat> it's weird. Oh, yeah, I was cussing in front of my parents when I was like 16, 17 years old. Sure. Yeah. Because I don't care. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I'll never let my parents listen to this podcast. <laughs> my parents can't listen to it. It's not that my parents can't listen to it. It's just that uh, every time I would see them, they would have a hundred questions about things. Yeah. And I'm like, stop trying to live through me. I'm like, yeah. just stop. Just go and be your own person. And they will never do that. And it's sad. I'd love to have my sister on the show eventually. Yep. Yeah. That'd be cool. You should do it. I should. Uh, COVID is a thing, and she's a teacher, and she's probably has the plague already. That's right. I forgot. Yeah. So, which I need to text her and... Make sure she's alive? Yeah. <laughs> well, with my parents, uh, they don't. They just don't tell me anything. Apparently, my dad was in the ER Sunday. Great. Yeah. 
Went in the AFib again. God. <laughs> yep. Nice. Yep. And here I am calling him to go fetch me to get a battery, and he tells me on the way to get a battery. Oh, yeah, I was in the ER Sunday. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. I'm not bitter and angry about it at all. Obviously not. Obviously not. I'm totally fine and I'm totally normal. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely don't have trauma. <laughs> uh, anything else, guys? Mm, I have nothing. I'm wearing my fingerless gloves. Yeah. Michael Jackson. What up? <laughs> Still, nothing to do with Michael Jackson. <laughs> yeah, Michael Jackson wore a glove. A glove. A glove. Not two fingerless gloves. Okay, fine. You're Kurt Russell from Escape from New York. Right, that's acceptable. Or yeah. Escape from L.A. Yeah. But he had, like, leather ones. You know, kind of like cloth. And... Okay, you're a homeless person. Yeah. That's <laughs> I was going to say, like, we're actually, it's homeless. Yeah, the homeless. Homelessness. My hobo gloves. <laughs> I'm fine with it. It is what it is. Hey, it keeps me warm. Yeah. And my fake fireplace. I was say, and your fake fireplace. Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm, I'm going to buy one of those, so. Well, they're expensive, so good luck. I know the one I'm looking at is like 300, but yeah. if I can keep my basement warm and Schaefer can be down in her area, then I'll spend the money. Yeah, I sold this one for my parents and told them to buy another one. It's <laughs> fair. I've done that to my parents before. Yeah, I was like, I'm taking this. <laughs> it's been sitting in your garage for years, so it's well, mine now. Well, apparently it was sitting in their basement forever, and then they started working in the basement, which is why my dad went in the AFib, because he's been doing stuff. Yeah. And uh, they've been using this uh, space heater for the first time in, like, I don't know, 100 years, probably. And I was like, well, I'm taking it. Yeah. <laughs> you can't use this anymore. <laughs> It's like, you're working downstairs. Why are you cold? You're actually doing something down there. Yeah. Uh, my parents. Anything? Anything? No. Curtis? I, got, I got nothing. I want a vaccine. Hey, good luck. Missouri has no more. Yeah. You're probably on the lowest tier. Well, no, you may actually be in a higher tier because of your medical history. Yeah. So sign up. You can do that. Yeah, I know. I also am wondering if my work is going to buy us all, like, per, like individually procure us. Probably not. They've done it. They do it for flu shots every year. And flu shots are completely different than this. I know. What the, so to put it in perspective, I work for the federal government. We're fighting with Jefferson City, which is our state government, to give us vaccines. So if the federal government can't do it, I don't well, think... I'm not saying it's going to happen, like, this week. I don't think it's going to happen. Probably. And we're a federal government. Your taxpayers are going out the window paying me to sit at home to do nothing. Yep. And we can't get a vaccine. Yeah. So I I I don't know, ranking things. I think the federal government's a little higher than Charlie. Yeah. No, again, I'm not saying this is gonna happen. It's soon. not gonna happen, Curtis. I feel like it's <laughs> probably gonna happen eventually. Eventually, yes. Yeah. Um, That's that was what I was saying. Like, no, <laughs> never. Uh yeah, I'm hoping that it, they worked it out with Jefferson City and I can get vaccinated. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll see. I don't care. Fair. Yeah. Okay. For myself. I mean, like, you you want to get one? You don't want to get I'll get one if it's available, but hmm. I'm not going to make a fuss of it. Yeah, well, yeah I'm not one. making a fuss over it. I don't. I know 
the yeah. avenues I can go through. I just know that it's still way too early for me to even. Yeah. Yeah, I work has gotten really complicated where I can't even leave the St. Louis region right now. Yeah. Or else they put me in quarantine. Yep. So that's interesting. Yep. Um, I know that they've done that to some people at my work, but I think it really depended on where they went. Yeah. At first they said you couldn't leave the state, and then they realized, oh, there's people from Illinois that come <laughs> they come to Missouri. Wait. And vice versa, and even like D.C. No one really lives in D.C. Well, I mean, people do, but a lot of people come from the surrounding area, which is a different state. Whoops. Yeah. <laughs> so now it's <laughs> just the region. I'm like, yeah. I'm glad you guys get paid. You know, to figure this stuff out. Oh yeah, hundreds of thousands of dollars to not think that through. Yeah. Hey, we're Washington D.C. Hardly anyone lives here, but don't leave the state. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Whoops. <laughs> uh, um, that's all I have for today. Uh, thank you for listening to the podcast. It will be Monday the twenty second when this is released. Remember that. Or go to BetweenAlphaOmega.com. You can listen to the podcast if you just want to listen to us. Or watch the VOD on the YouTube tab that I have set up there. All my social media links are located at BetweenAlphaOmega.com. I have my Twitter, my Insta, and the YouTube and Twitch. You can just click a button on the bottom of the website and it'll bring you to whatever place it is. Um, if you want to catch us live, it's the first and third Saturdays of every month at 1.30 Central Standard Time. Uh, watch us live uh, talk to us on chat or just go to the website eventually I'll have that up and uh, I think that's all I have or, or you guys could email us but no one ever does yeah you can email us uh, uh, between alpha omega all one word the number one at gmail.com you can email us or use the contact form on between alpha omega.com and contact us through that means as well it's the best way to get a hold of me or contact the show if you want to interact with us or call us idiots or whatever. Oh, that reminds me. I did say something wrong last week. Uh, I mentioned that they already passed the stimulus check. They haven't because they're stupid. I thought they did. That's what I thought. Like, I read a source that they said they passed it 51 to 50 with Camille Harris passing it. Yeah. I, I read that article. Yeah. I, I remember that. Not just from you, but I remember reading that information as well. But yep. But apparently they didn't. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah but I, apparently I, it's early March, mid March. Yeah. It hasn't gotten even through Congress yet. I thought it had. I. Mm. Everything got screwed up. This is what what pisses me off. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get political for a minute. Uh, the Democrats were all talking about how shitty the Republicans were and how they don't do anything and whatnot. The first act that they do is wanting to impeach Trump instead of giving us the stimulus checks. Yeah, your shit bags. Yes. <laughs> yes. Like, shouldn't shouldn't the priority be, hey, there's people without there's jobs. people <laughs> that we need to take care of first. Right. Yeah. And, and then, uh, and what also pisses me off about it, you knew what the Republicans were going to do about voting Trump in the impeachment. Yeah. And yet you still did that first. Yep. Before you pass the stimulus package. In a, in a time period where he's relatively harmless. Yep. Yeah. 
when he's getting sued by all these others. Yeah, entities. when he's got yeah. like a few other things going on, he's getting sued by basically everybody under the sun. Yeah. So you're telling me, you're telling me, uh, Mr. Federal Government or Miss Federal Government, whatever you identify yourself as, um, <laughs> that you want to spend, you want to waste your time on an answer that you already know instead of helping your people. Yes. Okay. Thank you. Yep. Yep. Thank yep. you. Typical federal government. Yeah. Yep. They, they, they wanted to make sure that we knew they were still the federal government yeah. mm-hmm. and we're going to waste time. Yep. They're just reinforcing the uh, the point here. We are still the same. <laughs> yep, doesn't matter who the president is now. We're going to do everything that we were always doing. Which also bring. Uh, I just had three other conversations pop in my head, and I, now I have to talk about them. We're just going to make this show forever long. Deal with it. Okay. Uh, the crap that's happening in Texas is hilarious to me because of what Texas has done to themselves. Yep. But also the Democrats shitting on Texas and be like, ooh, look at the GOP, when it happens to California every year. Yep. <laughs> no, but... but it's this different. Is, this is different. Okay. Because capital D. Yeah, different with Democrat. <laughs> <laughs> because they're not Democrat down there. Right. So they can uh, get away with being shitbags about another state having this issue. Like uh it just it, the double standards immensely crack me up. Like it's Texas shitbags for this stuff that they've done. Yeah. Absolutely. But also look in the mirror of California and realize you literally every summer have brownouts and blackouts. Yep. Not only that, but you have the forest fires that decimate the half of the state. Yep. You do this every year. Texas has done it once yep. in the last, I don't know, how many years? Yep. Mm-hmm. Like, shut up. I, We're the same. Stop. It's, it's funny because I read like a short little blip on the internet about how one of the uh one of the hosts of the view <laughs> I forget what her name was but she basically like went off about how this was happening in Texas and then she's like but stop forgetting that democrats do this constantly in other states <laughs> she was like you're only talking about it because it's GOP mm-hmm. run state stop doing that and I was like Hell yeah. <laughs> Finally, someone said something like that. Right. And the other comment I want to make, uh, which is slightly political, is that Star Wars chick that got fired. Yeah. If you think that Gina Carano should have been booted because of her belief system, you don't understand what it means to be American. <laughs> well, yeah. And I even read like the stuff that like was like the straw that broke the camel's back. I didn't see like okay. anything wrong with like, everything that she said has been l- totally okay. Like yeah. she's never been racist, she's never been anti-semitic. She's been crazy, but yeah. who gives a shit? <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, I looked at it and I was like this is not like this isn't even offensive. No. Like there's nothing offensive about this. There's nothing inaccurate about it. Like hold on, so because because she's an anti-masker, a Trump supporter and she is a self-proclaimed conservative. We're allowed to kick her out of her production because she compared our current political climate in the United States to the the Third Reich in Nazi Germany. But when Democrats do it while Trump's in office, it doesn't fucking matter. Yep. They can do whatever they want. Yep. <laughs> yep. 
I mean, the lead guy of the Mandalorian show, Pedro Pascal, literally had, you know, Trump as a Nazi or something. Yep. Yeah. And you know what? No one gives a shit. No one gives a shit. (laughs) Pedro's even like, what are you people doing? (laughs) Yeah. He's at least she's allowed. She's allowed to have whatever opinion she wants. And Favreau even said, you're not getting rid of her. You're not taking her off my show. He said that. He was like, you're not doing it. He says, she is perfectly respectable. She does nothing wrong. She just has opinions. And they still fucking boot her. Yeah, and people, for whatever, I don't understand why people are, like, being ostracized for having opinions. I know, it doesn't make... talking about it. I don't get it. Like, how many Hitler pictures of Bush did we see? Yeah. Yeah. Like, and no one gave a shit. But all of a sudden, it's a crime to have an opinion. Well, I mean, they did the same thing with Obama. Like, if you disagreed anything with Obama, you were a racist. Yeah. What? No, I didn't like him. <laughs> yeah, that's not the same thing. <laughs> he had flawed principles that I didn't agree with. Yeah, sorry. The end. I didn't. He's not Hitler. No, yeah, that the, <laughs> the the Gina Carano situation really pissed me off because, well, first of all, I can only imagine what Favreau's thinking now. Right. Like, what the hell is he going to do? Because weren't they going to have a spinoff series? Where she was more prominent. I have no idea. And, like, she's going to be in Boba Fett and The Mandalorian. So who's going to take her place? Yeah. And are people going to be happy that it's not the same actress? Isn't that going to feel weird? I mean, they... They just released this series. It's three years old. They could get away with it. Um, They did it with um, Iron Man and uh, Rhodes. Yeah, Rhodey. Rhodey. Yeah. Iron Patriot. Yeah. Black guy. Who played Rhodes first? Um, oh, what's his face? And then it was Don Cheadle in the second one. Yeah. So now it wasn't Don, Don Cheadle in the first one? No. Uh, Cuba Gooding Jr. Nope. I was going to say, I don't think that's who it was. It wasn't him. I promise you it wasn't him. It was a guy who does Empire. I think that's his uh, show. That's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he's been in a few other things, but uh, he was in the first Iron Man, and then he said something, or no, it was a contract dispute, and they just completely recasted him. Yeah. Well, but like, what was the the year difference between those films? Not too long. Right. It wasn't because Iron Man Two was the second movie to come out for the MCU. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like it's just going to be different. I mean, this is a this is a. A show, not a movie. I mean, yeah. Uh, I'm just saying they can do it, not saying that it's right yeah, to do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Um, they could just recast her, and it would be fine. But it's like, well, well, she just had an opinion. Yeah, and just fucking cast uh, whoever the fuck that girl's name is that plays uh, Captain Marvel. She fits the bill. Which, who plays Captain Marvel? Yeah, what's her name? Brie Larson? Yeah, Brie Larson. She has all the political views of the Hollywood elite. Yeah, that's so true. She would fit right in. Yeah, that's true. His name was Terrence Howard. There you that's go. That's right. Very basic name. Yeah. No wonder we didn't remember. Right. <laughs> <coughs> yeah, that, that whole thing just... Why Why is one... And, and what's sad is I'm seeing this more and more happen... And I mentioned it a few weeks ago within Christianity, like it's becoming to the point and it's an underbelly and I know it's the minority right now that these opinions 
going against the elite or the liberal left is becoming hate speech, but when they do it, it's fine. Yeah. And it's becoming this double standard that's happening. And the recent thing that I can think of, probably the most volatile thing that I can mention is the BLM protesting that happened for a year straight where they're looting, they're breaking into things, they're killing people, literally killing people. That's okay, but the people that did it to the Capitol are domestic terrorists and should be treated that way and killed. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense why there's a difference there to me. Can we all agree on that Uh, point? The double standard there? Because I would argue the people that we should be protesting, the BLM, is the federal government. Now, let me break this down for a second. I'm not inciting violence. If you break into a federal government building, you're pretty fucking dumb. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Don't get me wrong. Are you a domestic terrorist? Probably not. Yeah. Now, there is some people that did try to do that to certain people. vast majority wasn't like that, and we've talked about that before. But you can't compare, or you can't say this one was right, where we killed people and raided things and blew up whatever, or cop cars, whatever. They're fine. Yeah. But these other people who wanted to kidnap congressmen and break you know, break into the Capitol are domestic terrorists. I think they're both domestic terrorists. Yeah. I think the is rub, my main point here. Yeah. I think the rub where people would push back against that in reality and if you thought critically about that is that they would say, Well if BLM tried to do that, they would be shot and murdered. And yeah, I, that is part of the conversation. I think that's the main point that they try to make, and, and I think it's totally ju- legitimate. But at the same time, I still agree with you. Like, the double standard is ridiculous. Well, like, uh, I mean, there's so much to unpack by that, and there's a government man- manipulation with these people. But, yeah. like, yeah. Uh, I you, that video went viral where the woman got shot by a federal agent. Yeah. There was – that happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was a white person. Yeah. Who got shot. Yep. So don't tell me that, oh, if the BOM did it, they would get killed. There was white people yeah. that got killed. Yeah. Shot in cold blood just because she was breaking into someone. Yeah. Yep. And I think it it's, well, <laughs> according to society, because she was white, her life didn't matter. And that's the double to have the discussion about it, you know, and that's the double standard. Like I I can look at the Capitol people and be like, oh, they're racist. They're idiots. They're dumbasses. They shouldn't have done what they did. But should they be the certain people that were actually there for violence and inciting trying to kidnap uh, Congress? People people were there with zip ties to try and those people, domestic terrorists. The same reason why the people that were burning cop cars, shooting police officers should be labeled the same way. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I'm behind that. That's my point here. Yeah. And the fact that that isn't, but this is, really, it's, it's a slippery slope, and I see it progressing and getting worse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, it's I mean, it's the same discussion with fucking Antifa. Like, everyone says, well, they're not organized. They don't have a real leader. Nothing about them screams domestic terrorism. It's like, what about the people who've been fucking mauled at Trump rallies just because they're at a Trump rally? And do you really like, think these <laughs> redneck assholes were organized in any shape or form? No. <laughs> yeah, no. That this was <laughs> that was, this was mob like, mentality, hey, bro. <laughs> here's I'm gonna get on Word, and I'm gonna hit letters and say, "Come to Capitol tomorrow, <laughs> this time," and hit save as and print. <laughs> and I'm gonna give that those papers out to a bunch of fucking people near me, right? Or right. just send a Facebook message or some shit, like so. I don't know. This is a little bit of a sidebar, but it relates because I've been listening to a podcast that actually dissects a certain 
national radio show uh-huh. of an individual that I don't want to say his name because I don't want to give him any credit. Not that we have people that are listening <laughs> to us, but <laughs> you would know his name. He's a very insane person, uh, but he... <laughs> I'm wondering who you're talking about. Uh, Hang on. <laughs> the initials are AJ. Okay. I was that's sort of who I the yeah. first person I, I told you like you're gonna know yeah. who it is but um like they break down every episode and it was just amazing to listen to them break down the episodes that were taking place on the day that happened yeah because of how ridiculous he was yeah because he was the one, like he was literally talking about he was the one leading yeah everybody to the capital yeah mm. yep. Like he spoke at that rally that day, and he was leading everybody to the Capitol. Yeah, but he wasn't trying to incite violence. <laughs> <laughs> Dumbasses. Yeah, like to his credit, though, like you hear him trying to direct people. Yeah. To not. Yeah. Break into the Capitol. Yeah, but they did it anyways. But they did it anyways. See, and that's the Shocker. thing too is that like people try to blame. It's like this one person made me do this. Mm-hmm. It's like. No, you made the decision. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You made the decision to break into the Capitol. You're also suffering the consequences of potentially getting shot. Like, why would you ever think that breaking into the fucking Capitol of the United States and you're not potentially going to get shot? Like, where in the world? Yeah. Why? Why? And you have a gun with you. And zip ties. And zip ties. What do you think is going to happen? Well, it's the same people that, it's the same train of thought when you, like, pull a gun on a police officer. Yeah. What do you think is going to happen? You're going to yeah. get fucking shot. Well, no, that's the other thing about this whole thing is, uh, like, you know, people were like, oh, this couldn't have actually happened. Like, how did this happen? Like, legitimately, how did people get into the Capitol? Yeah, right. And it's because uh, certain members in the military uh, ignored it. And they're relevant people close to donald trump who like weren't going to provide like well there's a whole rigmarole about how congress doesn't have access to the national guard it's really somebody else and yeah they didn't do anything and a whole bunch of other shit and i'm like and we talked about this briefly it's like you can't tell me the most like important day on election and in our country that there's not any security there yeah Mm mm-hmm yeah, and that's what I'm saying is, like, the guys, like, the Capitol Police, like, the guys whose jobs it was and, like, they were protecting the place, they had requested, like, aid from the Pentagon multiple times, and they kept getting denied. Yeah. But I wonder how like much of weeks, that... weeks, weeks up. How much of that is, like, a pre-9-11 thing? Like, you don't think about it. Like, who's going to be the asshole right. that breaks into, like, really, that's really going to happen? Come on. It, we've been a country for 200-something years, and it's never happened before. Why would it, oh, shit, it happened? Yeah. No, and <laughs> here's... You, you, you see that balance there? I do, like, yes. But the, the reason that kind of, like, your thought process kind of comes tumbling down a little bit is because of who actually kept denying it. Yeah. Right. But again, it's like... It hasn't never happened, and who's going to be the asshole that does that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. it did happen. So yeah. I bet you, in what 2024, uh, there will be tanks <laughs> at Capitol. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Airplanes, stealth bombers, the whole nine yards. Yeah. Well, and it's <laughs> it's weird to think too, though, because like I'm thinking about yeah, 2024. What if by some miracle someone from the GOP gets elected again 
what if the same response happens? Mm-hmm. What are we going to say then? Oh, they're fine. You know? <laughs> they're not domestic terrorists. Nope. They're patriots. <laughs> they're patriots. Yeah. It's just like, I don't... <laughs> where Where was the shift? Why is one... Like, how could how could it possibly be that Trump changed the the entire complexion of the GOP? Like, I just don't get it. I don't know. I, it's something that's been brewing in this country for a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I actually saw a commercial last night. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I didn't get far enough into the commercial before I closed it because I was tired of listening to this guy talk. Yeah. But it was literally him just talking about how he was right and he's not an asshole even though he wears a shirt that says, I stand up for the flag. And, like, he was immediately going, like, tearing down, like, Colin Kaepernick. Like, that was as far as I got in this commercial. It and was I a was, commercial? It was a commercial. It wasn't on TV. It was, like, oh, okay. a Facebook ad commercial because yeah. I was, you know, going or diving down the uh, Facebook video. The rabbit hole. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes it's hilarious. Oh, yeah. But, like, then I got that commercial and I was like, people are actually paying advertising to we're justi- still talking about this yeah to justify <laughs> them being an asshole uh, oh, yeah i am so tired of the sitting down or standing up during your flag like well you notice how that that wasn't even a conversation this year during the season no yeah not, no, not no. at all not at all and you want to know why because it never should have been a conversation yeah mm-hmm. like i'm pretty sure those people fought and died so that you could sit down exactly exactly <laughs> And every veteran will and fucking like, tell you that. Every veteran. Or, like, what about people in wheelchairs? Are yeah. they... No, they have to stand. <laughs> the people without legs. No, yep. you have to stand, sir. Yeah. Sorry, this is the flag. You're, this is, you're an American. You're disrespecting our flag. Yeah. I mean, the whole the whole funny thing about America is, like, it's kind of designed so you do disrespect it, and you're supposed to be opposing our government. Right. You're supposed <laughs> to be questioning everything. Always. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of what they did when they founded it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know. Because remember, you can't possibly disres- disrespect your home country, you know, like the first white Americans did against Great Britain. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. When did we stop understanding history, too? Like... Oh, man. That's something like, that's baffled the shit out of me. People just, like, make shit up now, and people just believe it. Yep. Yeah. Like, they don't even they don't even try to say, well, wait a second. I don't think I remember. Am I remembering this incorrectly? Yeah. Actually, excuse me. I don't think this was actually how it was in history class. Yeah. So. Let me, let me take a look. Let me do some, uh, like, a five-minute search. Just a little bit of a search. Yeah. Well, our, our education system is completely screwed up anyway. Like, Also, yes. Like in grade school, Columbus was such a big deal. And it's like, no, it really wasn't at all. Yeah. Not even a little bit. Yeah. I, re- I remember like t- learning about that in elementary school. I think it was fifth grade. We were talking about Columbus Days coming up. Actually, it wasn't even Columbus discovered this country. It was uh, Amerigo. Uh, yeah. I mean, really, it was the Vikings. It was the Vikings, yeah. And there was already people here. Yeah. And no one really discovered it. Yeah, it's like... <laughs> yeah, and, you, and no, you it was not, no, it was not it. an epiphany moment that the Earth wasn't flat. Yeah. Right. It also was not that either. Yeah. 
<sighs> History is full of just dumbasses, and it's hilarious. Hey, the Earth is flat. No, it's not. Hey, the Earth is flat. No, it's not. Oh. Hey, but if you play Valheim, <laughs> the Earth is flat. Oh, good. <laughs> and now we still have people that think the Earth is flat. We were talking it? about that the other day while we were playing, because Michael literally sailed off the edge of the world on accident. <laughs> we didn't know that you could do that. And uh, Brian's like, damn, Michael, you just gave all the flat earthers hope with that. <laughs> <laughs> And then he posted an yeah, article. Yeah, he posted that part, yeah. uh, like that video segment yep. from uh, Behind the Curve. Yep. <laughs> oh, I highly recommend that documentary, Behind the Curve. It's on Netflix. We talked about it ages ago. Yeah, what? I, that was like episode four. Uh, yeah, episode uh, four or five, maybe. Yeah. Yeah it, was, yeah. it was. Yeah, it was easily a year ago. I don't remember if we were if that was pre-pandemic or not, but I, I think it was right after the pandemic happened. Yeah, because I think you were on Discord. Yeah. Uh, but I highly recommend that documentary. And if you're a Christian watching this documentary, uh, put a mirror to yourself and yeah. realize you use the same kind of language. You they sound do. exactly like a flat earther. Yeah, you do. Just being honest. Yep. Just watch that. Not all Christians. Not all Christians. Not all Christians. But a lot. Yeah. I hear it a lot in church. Oh, they're like that, but I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> Come on now. Man, even after you provide someone with proof. And they still don't believe you? Shit. <laughs> no. Yeah. Oh, you, you, it turns out you actually have to open up your Bible and know what the hell you're talking about? The fell? Yeah, I was going to drop an F-bomb. I've said too many F-bombs. Frell. Frack. Frack. Frickin'. That's what they said in or, uh, Farscape. Frack? Frack. Um, I think Star Wars use frick. Really? That's the word, yeah. yeah. Frick. Um, so even though I closed out the show, uh, about 30 minutes Sorry ago, about that. <laughs> no, no, it was my fault. I brought it on, uh, because those are the things I actually wanted to mention in, in the beginning of the show to talk about, cause that's what we do. Um, no more preamble. I already did it all. Go to the website. Stuff is there. Have a nice day. Love you. Bye. Love bye. You, bye. <laughs>